your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. On today's show, we'll recap the Wild's 5-2 win over Arizona and talk about the huge return of Marcus Foligno to the lineup, as well as Kevin Fiala will grade the lines for the Wild now that everybody is back. We'll give out our three stars of the game, and we will also take a look at uh, overreaction or not, see some of the things that happened in the game that we need to be concerned about, uh, although not uh, not a whole lot, if I'm being honest, to be uh, concerned about uh, after a game like this. Plus, we will also take a look ahead at uh, what is coming up next for the Wild, as this was just a one-game set with the Arizona Coyotes. My name is Seth Topal, your host of Locked on Wild, veteran content producer, currently doing some freelance content producing, but uh, I've got a project coming up soon that will be Wild-related, and uh, so very excited for you to be joining us on today's show, and let's dive right in as we saw a uh, nice 5-2 to two win for the Wild here at a uh, 1 o'clock start time, which was a little odd, but uh, the Wild didn't really seem phased by it whatsoever as uh, they were able to uh, really establish the physicality from the get-go uh, against the Coyotes. And uh, the power play in this game was uh, was a huge story. We'll talk a little bit about that um, later on in the show as to uh, what, has, uh, what has changed with the power play because uh, those numbers are starting to really get back to uh, where they need to be uh, for the Wild. Unfortunately, the penalty kill... Uh, kind of going in the other direction. But we'll talk about that in overreaction or not uh, later on in today's show. But uh, just overall, a uh, a very nifty win for the Wild. They established their presence physically from the get-go, and uh, they were able to really um, make light work of the Coyotes in this one. And uh, you could tell there was a little bit of rust uh, on the other end as uh, one of the big stories Heading into the game was uh, between the pipes as uh, Antti Ranta, uh, his first game in almost uh, 11 games. He definitely looked a little rusty in this one, um, and uh, the Wilds capitalized on that. No rust on the other end, as Cam Talbot had just another Talbot-like performance to pick up the win, and the Wild moved to 25-13-3 as they continue to uh, push themselves further and further from those uh, bottom four teams in the playoff picture. As we like to do before we dive in and take a look at uh, some of the stars of today's matchup, let's look at the standings as they currently sit uh, before the evening games tonight. Colorado still on top in the division, 29-9-4 with 62 points. The Vegas Golden Knights 28-11-2 with 58 points. The Wild now have 53 points at 25-13-3. They are nine clear of the Blues, who are 19-6-6 with 44 points. And the Arizona Coyotes have 43 points, 19-20-5. Then San Jose 18-19-4, they've got 40 points. The LA Kings 16-19-6, they have 38 points. And the Anaheim Ducks 13-23-7, they have 33 points and uh, our last in the Honda West Division. 
So back to uh, grading the line combinations for the Wilds, and then we will hand out our uh, three stars of the night, something that we will uh, be doing here uh, going forward. Just uh, a nice way to uh, kind of recap the game um, for you uh, when we do have games to recap on Lockdown Wild. We got to see the early season lines once again as uh, we had Jordan Greenway, Jewel Erickson Eck, and Marcus Felino reunited. We also saw Kirill Kaprizov, Victor Rask, and Mats Zuccarello playing on the same line. Kevin Fiala slid in with Ryan Hartman and Marcus Johansson. And then the bottom line of Zach Parisi, Nico Sturm, and Nick Bonino. Uh, those were your line combinations uh, for the game here uh, in this one. And we'll start off with the top line, the line that got it started for the Wilds. Jordan Greenway, Jewel Erickson Eck, and Marcus Felino. And I honestly, even though uh, they didn't have a whole lot in the way of, uh, of points here in this game tonight, uh, I'm going to give the uh, I'm, I'm going to give that top line, Greenway, Erickson Eck, and Felino an A because uh, they came out and they established physically. That's what we saw early on in the season when this team was really rolling is that uh, Greenway and Felino were able to really use those big bodies to uh, help out Jewel Erickson Eck, establish their presence, and uh, this line just is gritty defensively, and uh, they played well in this one here uh, today. Felino uh, trying to maybe make up some, uh, make up some of his uh, lost time uh, with not a lot of hits. Uh, he had five in this game. Jewel Erickson Eck had four. So uh, those two are really throwing their bodies around, and uh, I just was really impressed with what we saw from uh, Jordan Greenway, Jewel Erickson Eck, and Marcus Felino. So I am giving them an A in this game. Over to Kirill Kaprizov, Victor Rask, and Mats Zuccarello. I'm going to give this line a B. Uh, the two goals scored by Zuccarello were on the power play, so it wasn't the traditional line format with Kaprizov, Rask, and Zuccarello. Uh, they did do some good things in moving the puck, but uh, Kaprizov... Just he he just seems like he's kind of pushing through, um, maybe a little bit of a dry spell here. He did have an assist uh, as well as one shot on goal uh, in the game here today, but uh, just seemed again like we had a little bit of those uh, one of those I don't want to say bad but not great games from Victor Rask, which uh, which led to Kaprizov having a little trouble getting. Uh, into the scoreboard here in this one. So I'm going to give those guys a B. Uh, I'm giving a C to Kevin Fiala, Ryan Hartman, and Marcus Johansson. That is going to be one of the biggest storylines for this wild team heading into the offseason. they got to figure out a way to uh, to get some help for Kevin Fiala. He he just he, he seems like he's not really gelling with those guys as much. Uh, I know Johansson had a nifty assist um, in this game, had a couple of assists, uh, one of which was on the power play. But um, it just it doesn't seem like we've got um, a, a really nice fit for uh, Kevin Fiala in uh, in his line mates yet, which is a shame because you, you look at that fourth line: Zach Parisi, Nico Sturm, and Nick Benino. That line gets an A because uh, those guys are flying all over the place. Parisi had a goal. Uh, Nico Sturm had an assist and uh, was pushing the tempo. Nick Benino a goal and two assists. So in uh, A for that uh, that bottom line of Parisi, Sturm, and Bonino. So now one of the big question marks becomes with those lines uh, seeming to uh, to have really gelled, what do we do about that Fiala line, and how do we get him some impact players in order to uh, to try to get Fiala 
um, consistently performing. He's been good this year, and he was great on the penalty kill today. But uh, we got to get some consistent performers next to Fiala. That's more of an off-season question, but just kind of an observation here from today's game. Uh, next up, we will give out our three stars of the game. We'll also play overreaction or not. Continuing to recap a nifty 5-2 win for the Wild over Arizona here this afternoon. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about your favorite sports league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Lockdown hosts across the NBA, MLB, and the NHL as well. And don't worry, Locked On Wild will be starting a room soon. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. And I cannot wait to get started as well. I'll be sure to let you know once the Lockdown Wild Room is live and ready to rock. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Have you tried a Built Bar yet? You know, Built Bar, those great tasting, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber protein bars. Yes, I know it probably sounds crazy that you can have something that tastes good and is also good for you. But check out these great flavors. They've got 12 originals and, of course, these six brand new flavors from caramel brownie, cookies and cream, to cherry barcia, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. But, of course, you got to go through those OGs as well. Coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew and also offer nut and non-nut flavors. So head to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Continuing to recap the Wilds 5-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes here on Locked on Wild. And we're going to go through and hand out our three stars of the night. This will be a reoccurring feature that we do after every game that we have a chance to recap here on the show. And we are going to start with star number three. Got to go with Zach Parisi, who had a goal and an assist today. And he was part of a fourth line with Nico Sturm and Nick Benino. that was, as I said on Twitter... And you can follow me on Twitter at Seth Topes, by the way. As I said on Twitter, that line was just buzzing with Parisi, Sturm, and Bonino. They had great energy throughout the game and uh, some great scoring chances. Parisi had as wide open of a net as you'll ever find as uh, Ranta went to the left to try to uh, to save a shot attempt by Nick Bonino. And uh, the puck carom to the right side, and Zach Parisi could have... He could have blown it into the net. He could have uh, he he could have tapped it with his stick. He could even have let the powers that be attempt to uh, to put it into the net for him. Uh, main takeaway is that he had all day 
to uh, to find the net, and he did. And it's great for Zach. You know, we uh, we've we've talked a lot about his lack of production so far this season, uh, and trying to really embrace being not uh, not a go-to option for this team anymore. But uh, Parisi had a great game here in this one today, and uh, it, it's honestly with uh, with all these line combinations gelling again, it um, really makes for uh, some nice, easy. Uh, and really never in doubt style of games, which, hey, we'll take uh, any time we can get them. So that was star number three. Star number two, we're going to give it to Nick Bonino, a goal and two assists. Uh, Bonino, again, pairing up with Parisi and Nico Sturm to create just a ton of, uh, of electricity on that bottom line for this wild team. Uh, Bonino able to uh, get a power play goal in this game, which uh, is always good. And uh, just, uh, again, he was uh, an integral part of what ended up being just an electric power play here today as well. Uh, Three for three on the day, and uh, I don't want to tip my hand to segment three too much, but uh, the Wild power play is 10 for its last 23 in the past seven games, Uh, so 11 for 24 after a third power play, and uh, they all of a sudden have become one of the best power plays in the NHL, 14 for their last 35. So climbing the charts there, penalty kill, we'll talk about. That uh, is another story. So uh, Medino with a three-point game here tonight, and so he gets star number two for his performance uh, against the uh, the Coyotes here this afternoon. And star number, th- number one, we're going to go with uh, Matt Zuccarello, who had two power play goals in this game and uh, he now has eight goals on the season 16 assists 24 points in 28 games Zuccarello paired back up with Victor Rask and uh, Kirill Kaprizov and yes his production came on the power play but just seemed way more comfortable in this game uh, being with some of his uh, his usual line mates so Matt's Zuccarello gets star number one for uh, for this game um as just had a tremendous performance uh, here in this one. Honorable mentions, of course, go to Marcus Foligno being back with the team and uh, restoring order to these line combinations and uh, just really a tremendous, uh, tremendous um, performance for Foligno, who if you uh, if you saw our, our brief recap on Locked On Now, um, Foligno ended up getting my star of the night but uh, three stars um, got to go to the guys that put the uh, the goals in the net. And, uh, of course, another honorable mention to Cam Talbot. 28 saves in 30 shots. And uh, Talbot was just cruising right along. But then, of course, you have the um, Phil Kessel veteran goal scorer um, in a blowout game chipping one in. Uh, it's It's like death and taxes. There are just uh, a couple of things in life that are absolute certainties, and Phil Kessel being able to chip one in um, with the game well in hand is uh, is almost an absolute certainty. So Kessel got one past Talbot, but Talbot looked great the rest of the night, and as a result, the Wilds uh, able to take care of business and uh, pick up the win against the Coyotes after just a weird start to the week. Uh, did not appear to affect them whatsoever um, with this one. We are going to go to overreaction or not, and this will encompass the uh, the next couple of segments, the rest of the show, but uh, wanted to just start with one here 
uh, to get us going. And then we have uh, a couple of others that we will uh, we'll talk about as well. So first up on overreaction or not, we're going to talk about the Minnesota Wild power play. And uh, Minnesota Wild power play is fixed. Is that an overreaction or not? I am going to say it's not an overreaction because if you look, if you watch the game today, the Wild have changed their power play style and uh, have gone from a team that is, you know, trying to really spread the puck around and, and pick that perfect shot um, to a team that is, and I don't know if anyone else has used this term. If if they have, then uh, I'll, I'll find out who. But uh, they, they have gone to a team that's just crashing and bashing on the power play. Uh, they are sending shots on the net and hoping for rebound attempts, and they're really just being way more aggressive with trying to uh, to get as many mismatches in front of the net as they can, as many opportunities as they can, and with uh, with guys being able to um, to play more on the power play with the regular line combinations intact. Uh, that has led to some just elite. Uh, power play units that Dean Evison has been able to employ in um, in these games. Uh, looking at just some of the uh, the numbers, I mean, you had uh, Nick Benino, Kevin Fiala, Kirill Kaprizov, Victor Rask, all um, with four plus minutes of power play ice time. Jared Spurgeon as well. Um, <laughs> Matt Zuccarello was uh, able to get his two power play goals in 20 seconds of power play time. So that's uh, that's kind of an eye-opener. But um, four-plus minutes for those uh, those guys you want on the power play, getting a chance to have Kaprizov and Fiala both on the power play certainly helps. But uh, it's it's been a unit that has just been, as I, I said in uh, Michael Russo's tweet, a power play unit that has just been on fire uh, here over the uh, the last several games. So uh, I don't think it's a stretch whatsoever to say that the power play is fixed because better chances are coming, and uh, the Wild have certainly capitalized on that. We will continue with overreaction or not. we got to talk about the penalty kill, which is becoming a little bit of an issue, but uh, we will do that next. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. We've hit the stretch run for the NHL, plus the NBA and Major League Baseball are also rolling, so plenty of options for you to bet on. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV as well for all those not-so-sports fans. BetOnline.ag offers real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's simply the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up as well. So head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON as well at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you are a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Continuing with overreaction or not, as the Wilds get a nice 5-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes, their 25th win of the season. And 
Our next overreaction or not is related to the wild penalty kill. The penalty kill has been scuffling as of late, uh, ranked near the bottom of the NHL over the last handful of games. I believe it's the last seven games. The wild penalty kill has been ranked 30th in the NHL. And so we got to ask the question, is it an overreaction or not? to say that the wild penalty kill is uh, really starting to become an issue. And just as I did with the wild power play, getting back to where we want to see it, the wild penalty kill being an issue is not an overreaction. Look at what happened today. The wild were one second away from killing a uh, a two-minute penalty, and Jonas Brodeen tries to clear the puck. He ends up airmailing it into the stands, so the wild get a delay of game penalty tacked on top of that. And uh, that leads to an Arizona power play goal. And uh, it's honestly, it, it just, as, uh, as Michael Russo uh, said pretty elegantly, uh, it comes down to careless penalties that usually lead to uh, power play goals. And so uh, some of that is stuff that you really can't control. It's, it's the effort portion of it. Um, and... You're not always going to have every penalty called the way that it should be. Uh, sometimes officials miss things or they don't call them. But uh, it was just it was unfortunate for the Wilds because uh, at that point it tied the game one to one. And if this team was maybe in a little bit more of a skid than uh, than they have current uh, than they currently are, and it's not even really to say that they're in a skid right now. But had they been scuffling more, that may have been the type of goal that could have. Uh, could have unraveled them a little bit, but the Wild are able to shake that off. They uh, they shook off a few more Arizona penalties uh, throughout the rest of the game. So, yes, it's an issue, but a lot of it comes down to just not um, not making bonehead plays. Uh, forgive that term, but uh, not making those uh, those just careless plays that uh, that lead to extra opportunities for the uh, opposing team and after that the wilds uh, were able to clean things up and so as with uh, as with other things it's it's an ebb and flow so yes I'm not over I'm I am saying it's not an overreaction that the penalty kill is becoming a problem but at the same time through the ebbs and flows of the season I mean the wild are still ranked fifth in the NHL in penalty kill percentage. Uh, and so you figure that that is going to get evened out here at some point. They have been giving up a ton of penalty opportunities uh, over their uh, their last several games as well. Um, you can go to any of the uh, the last few games against the Blues. Um, a lot of power play opportunities for St. Louis through uh, the course of that series. Uh, the Blues had three power play opportunities in the 3-2 win in overtime, and, uh, well, the 9-1 to laugher as well. Um, plenty of opportunities, plenty of penalties taken by the Wild. So limit those opportunities and uh, just try to uh, to not have any sort of mental lapses that uh, that lead to opportunities for uh, the other team, and, uh, and things will even out. So that is not an overreaction that the penalty kill is becoming a problem, but it is a problem that can be fixed and should level off here um, as the rest of the season plays out. And so that is overreaction or not after uh, a nice win for the Wild. 
five to two against the Arizona Coyotes. Coming up next for the Wild, they will take on the San Jose Sharks, but that will not be until Friday and Saturday. So uh, a couple of days off for the Wilds in between. And uh, we will be taking a look at some mailbag questions on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Wild. We'll save a weekend preview for Friday. So uh, we will be uh, looking at the mailbag, see what you've got for questions, plus uh, plenty of other things to get to on tomorrow's show as well. Uh, Make sure to check out Locked on Sharks as well for a look at San Jose heading into the weekend series. Uh, And make sure to follow Locked on Wild on Twitter and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow me, your host, Seth Topol, at Seth Topes on Twitter as well. Thanks for joining for a uh, very exciting recap episode of Locked on Wild, recapping the Wild's 5-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes. Have a great rest of your night. We will be back with you tomorrow on a new episode of Locked on Wild.